Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. A couple weeks ago, we had a workshop and there was this comment that like, Dug in my gut a little, and I felt like we well, needed. Well, it made to- me go, huh? And yeah. if you should see my face, it was like what? really confused. What? Because I guess looking back from like a perspective of not knowing totally what we were talking about, I can see how it might be perceived that way. But like that's on you, y'all. So <laughs> we need to talk about that. <laughs> well, it was after we had mentioned referrals and using your inner circle or a method we call the mean girls method to use people who love and support you to open up doors for you for your business. And we shared our own story about how we can thank two specific people in our lives, Abby's mother-in-law and my best friend's mom, who really kicked off and jump-started our entire service-based business. And it was from simple in-person conversations. And so we were teaching like scripts and methods and here's how you find those people. And then a couple, like literally two comments, but they stuck out to both of us. Clearly, we're talking about it weeks later, who kind of pushed back out of fear and uncomfortableness and obviously their own shit. But in a way that it was like, ew, like that's icky or that feels like network marketing or that feels like this and I'm not going to do that. And I'm just giving them that voice. That's not what they actually sounded yeah, it's like. It's so hard to read tone. And like, it, I is. Mean, it could have been the most genuine, like, is this like what other people are saying to do? And right. I, I mean, first of all, I want to like lay down the law that like, it, well, it's not a law, but it's... <laughs> it's the new, it's Abby's new law. Listen it, to it. It's the truth. Okay. I'm in network marketing and I have a network marketing business and I love network marketing. And what they were referring to is like the the slimy version that y'all have been turned on by. I call them hey girl messages. You get a message from some bitch you haven't heard from in 12 years. And it starts off like this. Hey girl, what have you been up to? Long time no see. You want to take part of this challenge over here? You want to try this thing? I have this new special and I'm trying to reach this new rank and I'd really love your help. How's your uh, your dog that probably died because I haven't talked to you in 12 years? You know, the one that you had in high school that was old because I know nothing about you because I haven't talked to you in 12 years. It's those kind of messages that we're talking about. That was not what we were saying to do. But that's what the frame of reference is, right? Right. We, there has been a new shift in, in Hey Girls, right? And whether they come in DMs or emails or text or private messages on Facebook or Snapchat or people Hey Girling on Snapchat... Either way, I don't even know how Snapchat works, but you get them 
you hate them, they make you feel gross. And so some of us take the word relationship and friends and family and we say, oh, like X's with the fingers. No, 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 no. I just assume all of these things about it. We have all these like (laughs) preconceived notions of what it means to have a conversation with someone we care about. But I think where it comes from is this sense of by talking to anyone we know that we're going to wear them out, like perform some sort of fraud over them, <laughs> like magic, like magic wand, I've ripped you off. Like you it's know. a seance, a fraud seance. <laughs> I just, it bothers me because, okay, we were at social media marketing world a couple of months ago and I will preface all this by saying, I don't even think you need to be using social media to have these conversations. But if you are literally at the event where there's thousands of people and the whole event is around social media, the people with hundreds of thousands of followers are saying seven figure businesses, y'all need to have more personal conversations. I kid you not. Like Jasmine Starr is on this stage and she's saying you need to have more DMs. Yeah. Yeah. And you're uh, like, those are Sunny automated. <laughs> what? DMs, one-on-one conversations. Marnie Smith, Facebook queen, one-on-one conversations, intimate groups, all of these things. And we, I think we briefly mentioned that like many, many episodes ago where yeah. that was a big takeaway from for us from that conference. But it, it's really funny that then when we integrate that into part of our education where we're like, oh, actually. Actually, if we really break it down, it was personal relationships and conversation, one-on-one conversations that literally started our businesses. Let's teach our students how we use that same tactic today, that that was hit with so much pushback. And and I don't say so much as in like there was a mob we're talking about, about it. Two people. We're talking about two people. Clearly, this is us taking one situation and blowing it out of proportion to yell at you guys about it. All right? Just sit tight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess here's the thing. And, and it's not just those two people. I feel like a lot of people have said, well, I am scared to be so direct, basically. Well, and someone even, I think this was an, an email. Um, someone said to me something like, I don't think it's fair for me to put that pressure on my friends and family for them to for for me to ask for their help or for them to to potentially be the person starting our business. And I want to reframe some stuff with you guys. That was an email. I now remember responding to her. There are people in your life who love you and who want to support you. And I don't know what it's actually called, but there's a, a legitimate feeling that I think every human has where we want to be the reason that someone else is successful. And, and, yes. it, and it could be, it's a very small thing. You know what I'm talking about, right? You know, when you like, there's a stranger on the sidewalk and they're like, Hey, where'd you get that shake that you're drinking? And you, if you love it, you rave about this place and you want them to go there because you want them to be happy. And you're the reason that caused that happiness in their day. And you feel so good about yourself from like really small things like that to recommending bigger services to people, right. Or supporting your friends or whatever it is. Right. We, 
all have that inner feeling of being like, I introduced them to that place. And that's then where they met their husband. And now they have like seven kids and they're so happy. And I'm the one that started all like, we all want that. Right. And so that's what we we're teaching tell people you. We want that, but we do hundred percent. We do. Right. And so when you get to be that person for other people, that automatically makes you deserving to get it from other people. Well, yeah. So it's like, I feel like it gets really weird because if you were to just like, if someone were to ask you, do you want to help people? Like, is that your, like, do you have that desire? Um, If you're in a service-based business, it better be yes, or you're in the wrong business. But I would say in general, maybe it's just my bubble that I live in the Midwest, but I would say a lot of people have like an ongoing desire. Maybe they don't do it for a random person on the street, but in general, people want to help other people. Like it's just like ingrained into like humanity. And so all of a sudden when we're like, I need to ask for help, God forbid you ask for help. We're And sometimes the help is as simple as we send one text message and right. all of a sudden we feel like we're the worst people in the world. And I'm like, people literally want to help you. Like think about the last, now I know not every parent has said this, but I guarantee more of you listening than not have had your parents say this. I want you to be successful so I can live vicariously through you. How many times has your parents wanted you to do better than them? So you can have the life I didn't have or whatever it may be. They may rephrase it a million different ways, but ultimately they're trying to serve you. And it may not be a parent that's doing that for you. It may be a sibling. It may be an aunt. It may be a teacher. It could be anyone. Yeah. A coach, a neighbor. It doesn't matter. I think that well, it wasn't until Abby and I really broke down how our service-based business got started, got booked out, grew to six figures so we could then teach it to you guys, where we really realized, holy crap, Like we literally have two very specific people to thank for starting our entire business. If you had asked me six months ago, how did your business start and and get off the ground? That's probably not the first answer I would have given you. I wouldn't have been like, oh, my best friend's mom started this thing after I talked to her. It wasn't until like we really broke down the strategies and like Abby and I were the ones who nitpicked like, okay, let's trace it back a step further. Let's trace it back a step further. So I think A, we forget how often other people are actually there to help us. But I also even like, I kind of want to take the word help out of this entire conversation. They're not helping you. That's that's not what's happening here. You are maybe asking or telling them to do something, but you're having a conversation with them. And you're saying, this is what I do. This is who I want to work with. Do you know anyone? That's uh, And then they answer you. That's literally what a conversation is. You say words, maybe ask a question. They say words, maybe respond to your question. Congratulations, you just had a conversation. That's not necessarily one person like sending out an olive branch to like lift you up and assist you in your service-based world. That may be ultimately what comes of that. And you can reflect on, oh my gosh, I can trace it back to this thing. But I think like, we, since we have a lot of us such an icky feeling of getting help or asking for help or receiving help, which first of all, like, fuck that, burst that bubble, get over it. None of us can thrive alone, literally none of us. So let's just stop that nonsense. But 
if you just take the word help out of the conversations that you're needing to have with people to just like get your life started, to get your business started, maybe your mindset will flip a little bit. So yes, all of what you just said. But also, I think there's a problem in that we've decided that having all of these surface level conversations with more people are actually doing more for us than like, it's the catch 22. Would you rather have one good friend that like knows every deep, dark secret about your entire life that serves you and is always there for you? Or would you rather have a hundred people that are acquaintances? Like, I think we so often paint a picture of what basically acquaintances can do for us and do for our business when if we stopped and we're like, you know what, I'm going to really invest my time in developing relationships with these people, yeah. whether they have anything to do with your business or not. Yep. Yeah. Because sometimes you don't even know how you need to be served. Yeah. I was just talking to to my best friend, Amanda, the other day about, and there's no real good title for these types of conversations, but you guys know what I'm talking about. They're the, you know, hi, how you doing? Oh, good. Oh, great. How's work? Good. How's life? It's the good, right? Where good is the answer to every single question because you don't know this person well enough to actually have a legitimate conversation. You haven't built a relationship with them and you're having that icky small talk, right? And especially as I know so many introverts are listening, small talk is like, the death to our soul. And specifically, a lot of our personality types and our Enneagram types are very much into just having like, can we just sit down and have straight deep conversations? Like, let's just cut the chase, get into it, right? I feel like so many of us have filled our lives with the okay, good type of conversations that we think that that's normal. And we think that getting more of those, maybe one diamond will be in the rough of those okay goods. And that will build a relationship. But I'm telling you, if you actively spend energy on those surface level, okay, good conversations and relationships and just pick a couple to nurture. So we talked about this uh, probably a year and a half ago by now. We did an episode where we talked about how we introduced Girls Night once a month, which we need to schedule again. But because Abby and I were talking to each other all day long with work, but we wanted something outside of that. And we wanted to also hang out with friends. And so we invited people who we already knew, who we did already have really great relationships with, but we might not see these people, but a couple times a year at random events, unless we like force this thing to happen. And we're just talking about how when when we're all together, how I specifically at the beginning of the year knew I wanted to actively nurture a handful of those relationships. Let me text these people back when I don't like texting people back. Let me schedule separate wine dates or dinner dates or parties or get togethers with them to actively pursue and nurture these relationships so they can turn even deeper. We're already past a little bit of that okay, good but like actually go deeper than that. And it, it does take intention and it does take time. But I'm telling you, it's those type of things that not only will potentially open doors for you, like nobody's business, but like your business, but truly fuel your soul more than you think that you're missing. And there were people who were on the webinar who literally said, I have no one. Like I, I live away from family. I don't have family. I don't have this. I don't have families. It is your job 
to actively pursue the tiniest relationship that you do have right now to make it deeper. You have well, and to. And it's not just for your your the sake of your business. Like no. it's for the sake of your like health and yes. your your happiness and I think we all have a like internal desire to surround ourselves with community, but when our community is so surface level and we don't bother to like get to know the hard stuff, then we don't feel supported when shit comes up. And you need the support when the shit comes up. Like, And y- these things will surprise you. Like, not every single person is going to be the person that you go somewhere and then you sit in the car for four hours and you talk right. afterwards. Right. And that's okay. That's great. But, some but- of you have a lot of those people and some of you just have one. That's a personality thing too. That number doesn't matter. No. But... If you can have more situations where you walk into the room and people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of all the stuff you're doing over here, or congratulations, I saw that this happened, or like they're the ones paying attention, like they will, it will happen in the weirdest of ways. Like, for instance, I know not all of you go to church and that's totally cool. Priests love all the things. But <laughs> Peace, love, and asparagus. So I go actively go to church. But the church I go to, we've been going for four, I don't know, four-ish years maybe. We're one of few people in our age range. So it makes it harder to have- a bunch of old people? We have a bunch of people with young kids. And then we have a bunch of people older, but like- we're the only weird one. We're not weird, but like we're the only couple that doesn't have kids in our age range, which just makes it hard to relate in general. But so the people that have bothered to get to know us and vice versa tend to be a little bit older, which I think like side note, that's just who we're attracted to anyways. Like I love me some older people friendships. Right. They can be like grandmas. I love grandmas, but just like older people in general. I've always been attracted to older people. Older, Well, and I think it just, we have old souls and all that, but like, like what are the kids doing these days? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But it's been such a cool feeling to like walk in the room and like know all the stuff that's happened to them and vice versa. And like, they truly love and care about you. Even like, even if I only see them once a week for an hour and it's not like we have a ton of extra time to do all these other things with them. But like over time, those relationships can build in a way where when shit gets hard, like, you know, you can count on people. And like, even if it's not your own hard, I'm y'all know, I like to absorb up other people's shit. So like, and I, I mean, I'm an empath. And so it gets really tough. We had a team member and I won't get into specifics, but their husband was going through something scary and intense and amazing all at the same time. And like, I took on this weight of what was happening, but I knew that I couldn't do, I couldn't even handle it alone. (laughs) (laughs) And so like having those relationships where I could be like, I know you don't know this person, but like, can you help? Like, what can you do? And like, even if it was prayer or just thoughts or good vibes or whatever, like how much that can change how you feel in a day and all of these things. But I think my point being, it's easier than ever now to have more surface level relationships. 
because I mean, when we were in high school, you had to like know the person's name to navigate to their Facebook page to like comment on their wall. Like, do you remember that's how Facebook used to work? Yeah, but also I didn't give a shit about anyone in high school. So, but my point being, you had your people and like, it wasn't like you could follow a million people in all the places and pay attention to all these other people's lives. You literally couldn't now than I did then. Because I had to actively change my mindset around, okay, just because I have one great best friend who's going to be that person forever and serves that role, let me also have some deeper relationships with people too. But I had to actively pursue them and like water them (laughs) and cultivate them. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. 
After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I think it's so easy to do that. It's so easy to start it. It's so easy to just especially be a fly on the wall, which is kind of awkward where you're having a one-sided relationship where you're like, we we have a ton of those. (laughs) I know you do. I do. I'm like, oh my God, we're best friends and you don't even know me. Well, I mean, and it goes both ways. Like people feel that way about me and I don't know who they are at all. And that's fine because the way social media works, it's just really easy to like dive in as someone who's willing to share, like obviously not everyone does, but the people that do, it's easy to dive in and pay attention and know all this stuff about someone else, but there's not an actual relationship there unless you foster one. And when we do, they have so much power and it doesn't have to be like going back to the beginning. I don't know where we've decided that having relationships or like checking up on someone automatically means we're going to use and abuse that person. No. And I, I was shown this in a a lovely, amazing way. Oh, uh, six, eight months ago, I was listening to another podcast and they had a guest on and I just, I loved her personality. I loved her blog. I loved what she was doing. I went immediately and followed her on Instagram. She has like 50,000 followers or something crazy. And I started watching her stories and just getting to know her. And then I responded to a couple and introduced myself. Here's how I heard about you. I love this episode. Here's what I liked about it. She said stuff back. And then I just showed up as like a human being. I had no, like truly no motive whatsoever. I really wanted to do anything that I could, if there was anything I could do to support her or help her or just like, I don't know, be a virtual friend. And within a couple of like days, I don't even think it took a week. She followed me and still follows me and watches my stories and says stuff. And it was one of those weird moments where I'm like, oh my God, you're kind of like an Instagram celebrity person to a lot of your people, but now we're like actually friends. And then there was a conversation she had on her stories a week or so ago that was really personal to her and her family and might like be a conversation will most likely be a conversation I end up having with my own daughter in in many years from now. And I, you know how stories disappear. And so I had been with family like all weekend. I had missed the beginning of the story, missed what led the conversation to happen, but I got on in on the tail end. And so I messaged something and I was like, Hey, missed the beginning of this, but here are my thoughts. What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I've been wondering where you were all weekend. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. And so she also knows me as a real human being and person. And so that feeling that has truly only manifested through DMs is an actual, true, real relationship, friendship. Yeah. And I occasionally have to check myself. So I I said, because I refer to my friend Brittany on Instagram in a similar way. And one day I was like, Emily, is she actually my friend? She's like, does she follow you back? (laughs) I said, (laughs) I think that's the thing. Do they follow you back? (laughs) I said, yeah, of course. And she comments and whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, she's your friend. She's your friend. And I was like, yes, but do, like, is, do they watch your stories? Do they do stuff? Yeah. She actually cares about you. I think it's so interesting that now you can literally pick anyone 
like yeah. in the entire world and yeah. say, you know what? I'm going to try. I mean, it may not work because trust me, there's this one girl I follow. Not that we need to be friends. She has three kids. We're, we don't live the same life, but I think she's fucking hilarious. And so I comment on her stories. I literally think I've been in her other folder for like six months. <laughs> She's never even seen my comments, but I keep doing it so that maybe someday we'll be friends, <laughs> which is fine. I'll just keep watching her stories and keep thinking she's hilarious. I actually think her husband's the real star, but that's a whole nother story. I don't know. We have the ability to pick anyone on this planet and be like, you know what? I'm going to try. It may not work. It may not go anywhere. And you can't go in with intentions. I think that's the problem because I think some people do this with like... Well, I know they know so and so, and if I sneak in and get to know them through this thing, oh, it, it always backfires. Nice. It always backfires. I've seen this go south more times than I care to count. So, so many, and so I think like the purpose is is you know when we were told more than once by more than one person that they don't have any friends. They don't have a system. They don't have a support system. They don't have people. They just move to a new place. And while a lot of the methods that we teach for our service-based business owners, students are in person, and we would love for you to build those face-to-face relationships because there is a value there. Like for love of God, just put on pants and go to a coffee shop and meet someone in person. And the feeling that that brings you versus watching someone's stories is night and day, night and day. It's for the sake of your business. It's for the sake of your mental health. It's for the sake of you being just supported and loved as a human being. I think that we live in such an amazing time. I was just talking about this with someone else um, in a, a small group that I'm in online, where I have now cultivated personal relationships with a lot of different women. We're talking about, it was totally off topic. It was about like body dysmorphia in generations above us. By the way, it's real. Which is 100% real. And we're talking about the effects of it on our children now on how we're we're taking our kids over to like our mom's house or our aunt's house or whatever. And they might be the ones who suffer from it and who continue to voice unhealthy sentences about their bodies and food and whatever. And so anyways, we're having this conversation and she was bringing it up for her son because dudes need body positivity as well. So we're having this back and forth conversation and it just turned into this. I then started like private messaging her and now I have her number and it just built into this really big conversation because we really connected on this one thing. And so what I was like, I had an exact point to this conversation, but one of the things I said in that thread was she was asking, you know, do we think this is a generational thing or body dysmorphia specifically? Because I know that obviously people our age deal with it. It is definitely not something that has gone away. Men and women deal with it. It truly, truly. But like, why do we think like this age group specifically is the conversation we're having? And I said, well, the issues that I have with the person in my life that that does this is she projects these thoughts on other people. So she'll see someone walking down the street or she'll be like, oh, that person's wearing shorts that she should not be wearing mm-hmm. or something like that. And I will say, I I don't think it's fair that you're policing other women's bodies. I don't want Penelope to grow up policing other women's bodies. Anyone who has a body can wear literally whatever they want. And so I've had these conversations with her. This is literally a separate conversation. But my point is, I said, I think the reason why we are able to have this conversation and why we agree that our kids need these healthy language is because there is now such an era of women 
supporting other women more than there ever has been before. I know there's still a lot of work that needs to be made. I'm not saying that we all love each other all the time, nor that we have to. But I do truly think you are in an amazing era where if you are a shy little baby and you don't have anyone and you start reaching out to other women who show up as inclusive and supportive and loving and encouraging, that's what you're going to get from them. And if you need that from a stranger at first, and maybe that can turn into someone who actually truly cares about you as a person, great. But I think there's no better time to be alive and start these these conversations because if you're picking the right people and you'll see this in the words that they use and how they show up on stories and Instagram and in their business and in their life. But if you're picking the right people, like I truly know you're going to get love and support back. And how Mm -hmm. amazing is that? Yes. And I mean, this literally just happened yesterday and I won't tell you the topic because it's personal, but I'm going to ask her after the show, (laughs) but I posted a question in a group of people that I believe share similar values and I got so many opinions. And you know, I I do this a lot where I'm like, damn it, I asked for their opinion and I got their opinion and now Uh I have their opinion and what am I going to do with all the opinions? So I like went through it and I recognized a name and I recognized a name because she's in a lot of the same groups I'm in and we share a lot of the same values. And while we don't like, chit chat all the time because I know all of this stuff about her and vice versa. Like it's not a one-sided thing. I slipped in her DMs and I was able to go from zero to 60 in terms of like having very private, intimate conversations because I already knew we had so much in common in terms of values that it wasn't going to be weird for me to like ask such a personal question. Yeah, so she just those, commented, and yeah, like I've so, had those very similar things with like infertility or periods or endo or whatever. Been able to have very fair, like you're talking about some personal stuff about exactly. you exactly. She's good at guessing topics, but it, I mean, it's definitely in there. But <laughs> y'all don't want to know everything, so I don't know. Like these conversations and these people will surprise you, and if you're willing to just like get over your shit for a second. And be a little choosy, like you get to decide who you're going to invest your time and energy into. There's going to be some people that try to leech onto you and suck you dry and you can say no thanks. Yep. Oh yeah. I've say no thanks a lot. I'm trying to find this comment on my Instagram. So there's someone who watches my stories. I don't know her personally. She comments a lot and we've had great conversations in my DMs. And I ended up following her back. So we're like actually friends now. And I had posted a picture a couple days ago of Penny. And she DM'd me and said, I had the worst day ever. And this completely turned it around. I was planning on walking in the house and sobbing. And now I can at least make it to the shower. Thank you for sharing her with us. She's truly precious. And that right now there was a super vulnerable, I'm sure, for her to share. But also she like, not that it's like a ladder or ranking system, but like she is now in my mind, even higher or deeper of a friend to me because she shared that with me. And now I know, oh, here's a little bit, maybe what she needs from me. And here's how I can show up for her. And that right, that vulnerability right there is going to only strengthen our virtual friendship moving forward. And so 
A, you never know what you serve for someone else, for other people. I never knew that a picture of Penny wearing my shower cap in the bathtub would, you know, evoke that type of response from someone. Um, But you never know what you're talking about and what you're sharing has on other people. And I think as soon as you start sharing with other people what their content means to you or what their, I say content as in them showing up for themselves, that other people are going to start doing that to you as well. And it feel feels good both ways. Yes, it does feel good both ways. Because I mean, who doesn't love having someone say about you that you've inspired them? Like that's yeah. amazing. But I get even more out of like knowing if I do this, someone else will benefit. And so I just want to keep doing more of that. And so you going out of your way to even if you don't expect a relationship or expect it to go anywhere, like if something has an impact on you or something strikes you or if something like makes you think about your life a second or whatever, like if you stop and actually comment or you stop and actually personally message someone you would be surprised how far those comments go and you never know because shit can be really hard and yet appear completely normal on the outside. You never know when a comment like that can completely change someone's day or life. (laughs) Like really. So I think our entire point to this was just to maybe just flip the script on what you're telling yourself relationship building means. And instead of coming at it from a space of marketing for my business, can you come at it from a space of providing support that you need in your life as a human being? And however that support is going to show up for you, that's what it's going to do. It's already set out to do that. Maybe it's to inspire you, motivate you, make your day better, provide a resource, introduce you to someone, a client or a connector or a publicist or whatever, right? They're going to show up for you in various ways, but they they can't until you start showing up. So get out there, do it, build those relationships. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.